0: Good morning happy Monday I am so excited to be here with you today I hope that you had an awesome weekend I also hope that you can hear me because apparently Facebook was like no we're not gonna have your voice come through <laughs> so if you hop on and you can hear me give me a thumbs up that would be great I actually am gonna check it myself we have an awesome live today we're talking about being frozen in your faith and so often we hit these milestones that we set for ourselves and then we get stuck we don't know what to do because instead of setting lifelong goals we set these unrealistic goals that don't make sense you may hear me twice oh You can hear me, great news. It's the little things, ladies, it's the little things. So we're going to break that down today about what happens when we get frozen in our faith, when we get frozen in our fitness journey, when we get frozen in life, because it can be tedious and hard and difficult, right? God didn't call us to an easy life, that things were going to be easy for us it's a challenging life that should lead us closer to him, that should make us lean into him more, not freeze up in fear. So let's break this down together today. If you have any need for prayer, let me know. Um, Comment in the comment section. You can drop an emoji, you can say that you need prayer. Any of those things, feel free to share it or it can be an unspoken prayer request let the group pray over you it is amazing what happens when women come together and pray it's an amazing thing so we're going to open in prayer and then we're going to hop into our frozen topics so lord i just come with such grace and thanksgiving for you today father i thank you for these women who are joining together today in prayer for themselves, for their families, for each other. And thank you for bringing us closer to you. At the end of the day, that is what this is all about. Father, I pray for the woman who is mourning, for the woman who is struggling, for the woman who doesn't see a way out, who maybe feels frozen in fear or decision overwhelm. Father, I I pray for the woman who is dealing with loss, dealing with anxiety, dealing with a medical condition that she didn't ask for, Lord, and now has some really hard choices to make. Father, I just ask that you speak to them, you deliver them, you remind them that you have walked this road before them, that the path is paved. Guide their feet, Lord. Guide their minds to you, Guide their eyes to you, Jesus, and help us to remember that you are in control. Help us to give up that control. Help us to to give up that pain to you. Lord, touch them, heal them, protect them, and deliver them. Lord, we thank you for being with us on the mountaintops and in the valleys. Father, you are a good, good father, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's break up or break. We're not breaking up. Let's break up into groups. That's like, honestly, an anxiety ridden thing for someone who has anxiety. (laughs) And it's silly because most people will see me and go, you have social anxiety. And I'm like, yes, I do very much. So in high school, when the teachers would be like, let's break up into groups, I'd be like, Oh no, this is the worst thing that could happen to me. Why are you doing this? but we'd break up into groups anyways she didn't care no one cared about my anxiety I mean you're in a a room full of how many students I didn't expect it it was just brings it back we're not breaking into groups because I I actually hate that so we are gonna break down this frozen theme so I started thinking about this podcast um, on my birthday And then it started, oh, thank you, Amber. She says, I'm so good at praying. Real quick, before we dive into that, I became a Christian when my son was one. I found Jesus um, a little over a decade ago. And I would never pray. Like my husband is the son of a pastor and he prayed these beautiful prayers. And people at church, I felt like, prayed these beautiful prayers and Justin asked me off the cuff one night to pray over dinner, and I froze up. I guess it is fitting into this, right? I froze up because I was like, I know that this is my next step, but I, I'm not ready. I wasn't ready for you to call me out today to do it. I wasn't ready for you to, like, make it a thing. Like, I'm good at praying to myself. Um, so I cried i didn't pray and he was like oh my gosh what is happening i just thought you'd like to pray i didn't mean to and he didn't he didn't mean any harm by it but i was so frozen in fear in that moment that i was going to say the wrong thing it wasn't going to sound eloquent it wasn't going to honor god with the honor that he deserved and i um legit froze up and it took me years of practice and being like, it's okay, it's okay, God wants to hear your heart. So I believe everybody's really good at praying. Everybody has their own way of praying to God because we all have our own relationship with Jesus, right? It's a personal thing, it's not a generic thing. There is scripture that tells us how to start our prayers and then we just talk to him like a a friend. Good morning, Rebecca. So actually, Amber, thank you for bringing that up. That's a great, great segue into being frozen. So my birthday came, I was a random number. And I was like, oh my gosh, Dustin, here I go. This is where my mind goes, ladies, right? Like, here we are. (laughs) This is my mind, how easily it goes off track. And I don't know if your mind also goes off track this quick. You're going to have to back me up here. But I turned a random number. No, no big deal. I'm not 40 yet. I'm late 30s now. And I go, oh my gosh, Justin, like if I die in the newspaper, I'm just going to be described as like a a woman with kids. <laughs> or like an older woman. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, that hurt me. (laughs) My mind went down this rabbit hole of how someone I don't know on the news would announce my obituary if they even were going to. And I was like, I don't know, this is depressing. I've hit everything I needed to hit. I'm no longer like, oh my gosh, it's devastating. She's gone. It's like, well, she, you know, lived a decent life. And my mind went down this random road. I don't know if your mind goes down as dark as mine, but I don't know if maybe sometimes you set out and it's something you're supposed to be celebrating and something you're supposed to be hopping into because God's called you to this new thing. But you allow yourself to freeze in this moment and just negatively backtrack or uh, negatively mindset. And I wasn't even backtracking. I'm still here. I'm like projecting this onto myself. And then I get all anxious. Then I'm like, should I write an obituary? And Dustin's like, girl, bring it back. So although I am socially, I have social anxiety, I have no problem being crazy. So being crazy all up in, in my own head. So I don't know if you've struggled with that. I'd love to know, like, yeah. There are times that I should be celebrating and walking through a door that God has opened for me into new blessings. But instead of seeing that the devil puts a random thought in my head and I go, Ooh, something shiny. And I just chase it because he makes it that you can't unthink it, right? You're like, Oh, it's a, it's a dark thought. Or maybe it's just a thought other than the door that's open or maybe that it's some other random thought and you're like all right i said yes but really this is probably the worst decision so this is where i was on my birthday like depressed (laughs) in a very depressed state i was like the best is behind me why even buy cake or you know what buy all the cakes it doesn't matter Yolo. like this is where i went so It's so easy to get caught up in those mindsets and end up hindering your process. You get frozen in something that wasn't meant for you. You get frozen in this mindset that wasn't even from God in the first place. We think that life is all about being married at 25, kids by 30, stellar career, and retire at 60. Like, we set all these goals up for ourselves that aren't from God and we have ambition there's nothing wrong with having ambition but we put this expectation that if it hasn't happened by then we're a failure and if it if it's now now i'm too old i'm not having kids anymore my kids aren't having kids yet in this weird limbo of a time so clearly there's nothing, you know, nothing going on. And I can stick with that and be frozen in that, or I can choose to say God's not done yet. God's moving. He's constantly shifting and moving and recentering our thoughts if we will let him. So I'm going to settle on the the best is behind me moment. I'm in nothing land. I'm just here, or am I going to choose to focus, just like Lindsay said, back on Christ? It is not an easy habit. I Maybe there is someone in here who is like, no matter what happens with my squirrel moments, I am like, no, back to God. I struggle with that. And I think a lot of women struggle with that. And not only with these milestone moments, right? Like, I didn't have a milestone birthday. It was this, again, in-between birthday, and I was just feeling weird. But I had it on my daughter's sixth birthday, too. And I was like, ooh, she's like not a baby anymore. She's in kindergarten. Like, oh, this, this season is done. But you know what the funniest thing? I was praying for that baby season to be done <laughs> because she was a difficult little one, right? And then it was finally over. I'm like, oh, that's sad that that's over. And I'm like, no, I I prayed for this. This is what should be happening. Don't we do that on our weight loss and our health journeys, too? We pray to be healthy and have God lead the right people into our lives to be encouraging and uplifting and motivating. And then we go, yes, I'm going to start this journey. And then you go, oh, but you know what? I'm really going to miss having pizza all the time. Oh, you know what? Like, I do want to change, but that means, oh, gosh, that means I'm not going to have fried chicken every night for dinner or processed foods as as a snack. This did sound good until it came. And now I feel like I want to go back. Is that not what the Israelites did when they left Egypt? They go, yes, we're leaving the bondage, we're leaving the slavery, we're breaking free. And then as soon as they leave, they start to complain. You know what, it was better in Egypt. At least I got whatever food I wanted to eat. At least we got to sleep somewhere. (laughs) You can't be picky about how God is bringing you through a season. He's calling you through something. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Everyone. There wouldn't be a need for this group. You'd be like, yes, obviously, Heather, we're all eating healthy. That's what God called us to do. Yes, Heather, we're not punishing our bodies with exercise. We're doing it in the right way. That's what God called us to do. No, we all are like, we know what we need to do, but then we get frozen in this in between in the i know i need to walk through this door but i really want to mourn my past first i want to i want to mourn what i've been doing why well, why are we so stuck there and it's because of life right life is just pulling us back and this is from before you the israelites were enslaved in egypt well before even your grandparents were a thought in their parents' mind, right? God knew that we were always going to struggle with this. This is just a human struggle, so it is not just you. And so often we say to ourselves, well, clearly I'm not meant to do anything because I'm praying for something new, I'm stuck here mourning my past, and saying, I'm gonna start a healthy diet, but before I do that, I'm gonna binge up this weekend and eat everything and have no control, and then it should be easy to start on Monday. Girl, no, stop doing that. It's not going to be easy for you on Monday to start. And you know what the funny thing is? God knew us so well, so well, that the Bible was written and it said the Israelites First thought went back to food. They complained about the food. They complained about where they were sleeping. They complained about their comfort. Is that not what we do today? We go, oh, I might actually have to start cooking. I might actually start looking at what I'm eating, not just eating it like the Israelites did in Egypt. Do you want to continue to be enslaved by food? enslaved by hard exercise, enslaved in this that you're in right now without moving forward and without moving backward and just stuck in this lukewarm middle. My challenge to you this week is to go for it. I don't care if it's with me. I start all of my conversations that I talk to ladies who are looking for help from a health coach, that this isn't about me. This isn't about me getting a client. This is about you. This is about me knowing if I can help you. But if I can't, I'm not gonna go, yeah, definitely can do that. Now, I'm gonna send you, hopefully, I know, someone in my circle who can help you start. Stop weighing the pros and cons. You've done that already, right? You've done the pros and cons. If you're like me, look it. I've got like stickies of pros and cons. I've got things going on. I've got scripture all up on my computer. I'm like, oh, well, is, is God really calling me to this? Don't let the devil get in your head that quick. Don't be like the Israelites and just yell and complain about the struggle that God's calling you to, to make you stronger on the other side, or don't get stuck in the middle and always be hoping that you're going to change because the Israelites, some of them got stuck and they were frozen in the middle and they never saw what was on the other side of their struggle because they were too worried about complaining about it in the middle and blaming other people making up things that they have never said. And I know I come back to the Israelites a lot because I relate to them a lot. I hope that you do too. It's so easy on the outside for someone to tell you just to work out, right? Just work out. Just eat healthy, Lindsay. Just eat healthy, Amber, no big deal. Just follow Moses, Israelites. Like God's speaking to him. You've seen it, follow it, follow the cloud. Like, just go. And yet we have these miraculous moments with God where we see the cloud, and then we forget that there is a struggle and a blessing that we have to go through to get to where God's calling us. Jonah tried to stay in the middle, right? And what happened to Jonah? God was like, you can do this the hard way, or you can do this my way jonah chose the hard way and got eaten by a darn fish and spit out (laughs) to where he needed to go i don't want to be that to god anymore i don't want to just say my best is behind me i don't want to think it's not possible i don't want to think about all the what could happen when i start what could happen when I do this? What could happen here? Because Jonah was being called to places he certainly shouldn't have wanted to go to. Right? And There may be things in your own life that God's calling you to forgive, that God's calling you to repent on, that God's calling back to your memory for a reason to grow you and not just continue shoving it down. Jonah had... All of those. He didn't want to go there. But guess what? Sometimes you gotta. Are you going to do it the hard way by being eaten and thrown there sometime? Not on your time, not on anyone's time. Like, or are you gonna say, God called me here? I feel it. I've prayed on it. I've heard it. I know it. I'm gonna move now. And if it means being uncomfortable, so be it. And if it means going to places where people hate me, so be it. And if it means going back and asking for forgiveness for someone because I can't truly accept forgiveness or give my forgiveness. Does it mean repenting on things that you've been holding on to under your own strength because you're embarrassed to come to God with it? Bring it to him. It can be with food, It can be with exercise. It can be with your marriage. It can be in your kids. It could be with your parents, your grandparents, generations beyond. What chain needs to be broken in your life that you're having a Jonah moment on? That you're like, absolutely not, God. I heard you, but you picked the wrong chick. I'm going to stay here. You cannot stay frozen for God. He did not call us to be stagnant. He did not call us to be lukewarm. Like, well, today I'm going to, but tonight I'm not. And this week I may, but next week I'm not. So where else can we stay frozen? We can stay frozen in our faith. Because so often we judge our lives by the streams and the reels and the videos of other people's lives on social media. And that's why I want to be real with you. And I want to be open with you. I have struggles, too. Like Everyone that looks perfect on social media isn't. Like They will have struggles, too. And we go, well, because I can't pray like her, clearly I'm not meant to pray. That was mine, right? Well, it wasn't really a her. It was like my husband. (laughs) And you know what? My prayers sound nothing like his, and I don't want them to because it's my prayer with Jesus. It's my prayer for my kids. I want his to be unique, and I want mine to be unique. And you should want your health and your faith and your fitness journey to not look like everyone else's. Stop trying to be what everyone else is being. I think that's my biggest quorum with Um, like CrossFits and things. They're great workouts, but they're like an umbrella workout. Are they really working with what's best for you? Or are they pushing your body? You're like, I have a bum knee popped out my hip, (laughs) my shoulder's dislocated, but, you know, I I did a bunch of pull-ups and box jumps today, and now I hurt even more, and I won't be there for three weeks. Girl, stop. You don't need to do what everyone else is doing. You need to do what works for you and be okay that it doesn't look like the world. So what does scripture say on this? We should be fine with going against the grain. We are in our faith to some extent, right? And we are on some political things, aren't we, ladies? Like, we'll get real down and dirty about some things. Like, no, my God. Mm -mm. This is what it says this is what it says and we will fight tooth and nail but then it comes to our health and our fitness and our faith and we go well i see a little wiggle room you know we we sort of pick and choose where we're going to be a stronghold for jesus and his kingdom in other places we're like well i i don't i don't know no you know it's in there you're fighting your spirit and your flesh That is what is happening. I love this um, scripture in Deuteronomy that breaks it down in just a beautiful way. So Deuteronomy 18, it's 9 through 12. It says, when you come into the land that your God is giving you, right, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. I was like, hmm. What does that word mean, broken down? Because I know what it means, but do I? And it's a very bad or unpleasant or morally wrong, that's what the dictionary calls that word, morally wrong way. So let's read it again. When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, this is with your faith. This is in your marriage. This is with your parenting. This is with your parents. This is coming into the land of understanding that your mistakes still led you to where you are today. You're not a sum of them. This is when you're giving forgiveness. This is when you're giving hope. This is when you're repenting and saying, I am wrong. I was wrong. Heal me, God. That you're not going to follow the ways that the world does things that cause moral disrupt that are very bad, that are unpleasant. We wanna bring offerings to God that are pleasant to him. So when we follow the worldly ways, we're showing him unpleasant things. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about it like that? When it causes a moral revulsion, right? The uprising of morality, I don't want to be the cause of that. So let's continue on. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or daughter as an offering. Now, listen, we're going well back, but these are things that the people in that time did to worship their God, not God, their God. They were worshiping all of these different things, so they sacrificed their children. I want to know, are there things that you are continuing to live in that God is trying to call you out of that you are worshiping instead? And it could be how you're raising them to eat, how you're raising them to view health. It's always my biggest pet peeve when coaches make kids run as a punishment or like do exercise as a punishment as someone who has been in the fitness industry, who has coached in minor leagues, who has worked in all these different settings for physical fitness, it was my least favorite. And I tried to break it every time I saw it. Like you're teaching them to hate exercise. You do realize that, right? Like, is that the correct form of punishment that you should be doing for them to hate running and exercise? we'll continue. Anyone who burns his sons or daughters as an offering, I just want you to think about what you're setting your kids up for. The same struggles that you're dealing with? Or are you setting them up for a life that's different than yours? Because I don't want my kids to just live a life that is free or better financially than my life was, right? Because that's great. But then guess what? The devil uses money too in so much that I don't want them to then worship money over God. No, I want them to be transformed physically, emotionally, mentally, all allowing God to work in those areas of his life. I don't want them to struggle with the things I'm struggling with and the things that I have struggled with, with my weight and with being pre-diabetic, and with eating the wrong things just because I looked skinny on the outside as as a 20-year-old in early 30s, like, well, I can eat whatever, yay. No, I'm still killing myself. Why would I want to set my kids up that way? No, and it is going to be hard. It's hard not to follow the ways of this world because we live in such a social media world. So it's hard to go against that grain. But that's what Christians do. And that's what Jesus does. And that's what Jesus did. So we'll continue. Anyone who practices or tells fortunes or interprets omens, sorcerer, charmer, medium, all of those things. They are, whoever does these things, worships anything over the Lord. Worships anything over God. Gives more power to food than they are to God to transform them. Gives more power to anything. The workout for making you happy. I posted about this, right? Some people like me like really do love to exercise. <laughs> and I was giving more power to the workout to make my endorphins and to fix my mood than I was to Jesus. That's another one. That's an abomination to the Lord. It's dirty. It's unmoral. It's not what he called you here to do. God is going to drive them, your God, your Lord, out of them before you. So he's going to drive these things out. How is that going to happen? Through some pain. Through some challenges. Because there are some things that you've been conformed to in this world that aren't from God. There are things in my life. I mean, and they show up randomly all the time. I go, ooh, that's ugly. That's not good. But God's showing them. He's bringing them to light for a reason so that you deal with them, not shove them down deeper, not to make good roots of that bad habit, not to not only make good roots, but not make a good chain link for generations to come. He's called you to this season for a reason. So I'm calling you. If you are frozen and you are stuck between moving forward, mourning what your past was, that you're not going to have it moving forward, move through the door. Don't get stuck like the Israelites and die in the doorframe. Don't die in the doorframe of your future. That's not where we're meant to be. We're supposed to cross over. We're supposed to Move forward. We're not supposed to be stagnant. We're not lukewarm. We're not frozen. We're hot. We're on fire for the Lord, right? We are moving forward through fear, through uh, moments that will grow you, that will challenge you. Your kids should see you be challenged. My kids see me be challenged every workout. I just finished my workout. And Mila always goes, oh, was that, speaking of, I didn't stop my watch. Was that a good workout? Because you didn't um, like yell as much or whatever. I promise if you decide to work with me and I give you workouts, I won't be yelling in them. But I'm like, ah. She's like, didn't seem like a good one. You're like, you know what? It wasn't very challenging. You're right. And I know I need a, a more challenging workout. The next time I get called out by my six-year-old move through the door it's not supposed to be comfortable being a Christian woman in this day and age not comfortable raising Christian kids in this society not comfortable but are you going to show your kids your struggles so that they have hope that they can get through it too and when they go mom How did you get through that? You go, my God, because of Jesus, he brought me through because I surely couldn't have done this on my own. I would not have walked through this door if it wasn't from the gentle pushing of the spirit to go, it's time to go. It's time to go. So I don't know what your time to go moment is. I don't know what that is for you. Is it stepping into a new health and fitness and faith routine? Is it forgiveness? Is it, it's okay to not be okay and to not know all the answers and to not have this blueprint plan of exactly what it's going to look like? Yes, it's okay. I know you type As. I'm an ADD anxious type A. So all of those things, I get it, I get it. I'm a squirrel, I want structure, And I am nervous around talking to a bunch of people. (laughs) Hello. Like just the plethora of all of these things. I get it. I get it. I've struggled with depression. I've struggled with postpartum. I've struggled with being 130 pounds overweight. I've struggled with pre-diabetic conditions. I've struggled with seeing my mom struggle. I've struggled watching my grandfather pass away from obesity. I've struggled through that, and I said, no, no. It ends with me, and am I gonna struggle? Yes, because guess what? Generations have been comfortable walking through this only to lead to death, only to lead to sicknesses, only to lead to illnesses. There's mental health issues in my family that run deep on the other side right? So I have obesity, then I have mental health issues, and then there's me, hence the the sprinkling of all, all the things. I could choose to continue to live in that fear of mental health because of things that my mom saw, and my aunt saw, and my grandmother did. And all of this, I can continue to live under the umbrella of their pain, or I can rip that and say God's my God, there is no more umbrella of pain, I am breaking this, it will be painful, it will be hard, but I'm gonna normalize some stuff here that it's okay to go see a therapist and it's okay to say I'm not okay because where am I allowing weakness room for God to move? If I can do it all on my own, where's God gonna show up? He's gonna go, clearly Heather's got it apparently, she's strong on her own strength no i am not i have many cracks that i need jesus to shine through so many so many but i wouldn't be able to help anyone if i didn't allow jesus to help me and show how it's possible to move forward and rewrite my shirt's really bothering me today and rewrite what is okay, and rewrite my kid's future to a God-based one, not fear, but faith-based. It's okay, and it's going to be hard. If you're saying, I need help with this, I need guidance with this, then you're just going to put hope below. That's what you're going to type, and we can have a conversation about what that would look like to work together to not be a victim any longer to your past, to not just be a byproduct of, well, everyone that I know was like this, so I guess this is just how it is. God did not send his son to die as a sacrifice for your sins, for us to not perish but have eternal life For you to settle and just say, well, that's just how I am. It's not. God didn't call us to easy. God challenged us to grow and not settle and not be frozen and not be stagnant. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. I love this. And this is where I'll end it. Because sometimes we view frozen as bad, and we view rest then as frozen, right? Because being lukewarm is different than being on fire for the Lord, but resting. You need space to rest. You need space in your day to be bored. You need time to do nothing. And in this psalm, the Lord makes me lie down in green pastures. He knows that this world is going to want you to constantly be going and filling your schedules and go, 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 go. that you're frozen in your faith because you are chained to your schedule in the way of this world. You cannot move forward in your health because you're chained to what this world is dragging you into, the popularity of busyness. Jesus makes you lie down whether you want to or not. And that's a scary thought as much as a beautiful one. That the path that you're on now, whether it's unhealthy with your food or your fitness or your schedule or your mindset is going to catch up to you. He will make you lay down, whether in a hospital bed from being burnt out and being sick or you can do it God's way, which called you to have a Sabbath and rest and not do anything. Are you living like the devil who never sleeps? Are you living like your God who rests and makes you lay down? Don't make him lay down. Kina girl, you're already on it, I've got you. We're working through things together Kina is our newest Methodized Mom client, so give her a round of applause. You can give her some love. Um, And she's gonna be working through all of this and more. All of this and more in a strategic way. So, I want you to be challenged every time I have a live. I want you to be challenged in your next action steps. Because if you're not, then what are you living in? Comfort? No. We should be living in challenging times. And sometimes, challenging is resting. And sometimes, challenging is walking through the door. And sometimes, challenging is being eaten by a fish and thrown to where you're supposed to go because you were just too stubborn and you were living in your own ways. You are like, I can do this myself. No. you're doing it wrong, and it's okay. It's okay. Jonah was doing it wrong, but you know what? God still took his mistakes and put him where he needed to be. So even if you're like, I've got this, I'm doing it myself, I don't need help, it's okay. God is still going to course correct. He's got you, boo. So. Take a moment to rest. Take a moment to pray. Take a moment to say, you know what? God's been calling me to this and I just haven't left enough room to say yes. I'm gonna say yes. And I don't know how it's going to work and I don't know what it's gonna look like, but I'm gonna say yes. And it's gonna be great. And it's going to be challenging in the best way and you're going to work through things that you didn't think you were capable of working through, but on the other side, you're gonna have a testimony to bring to someone else who also didn't think that they could walk through the moment that they're in, who couldn't see the other side. They were stuck in the doorway. I've gone well beyond my time. This is what happens when I don't have training. (laughs) I have more time to chat. But if you're ready to walk through that health door, in that fitness door, in that faith door, you've done it enough on your own, you felt God calling you to it, you've tried it, you've tried it, you've tried it, it just doesn't work or it's not sustainable, comment hope, we're gonna get in touch, we will talk about what that looks like and remember, it's not about me. It's about God and it's about you. I'm here to serve you. I'm not here to serve myself that's not what this is about so it's okay to ask for help oh tracy same time here there it's okay you don't have to be so prideful that you can't ask for help it's something i work through all the time all the time rebecca i love your testimony it's hard for a type A person, for anybody to ask for help. But do you know the blessings that have opened up when I have, when I said, all right, I'm going to leave the gym and coach online. And people looked at me weird and I go, but I'm gonna hire a coach that can help me with that because I don't know what to do. I could learn. But it wouldn't be pretty. So help help me figure out like all these little things that I'm not good at. Help me figure that out and and set my foundation right. And then when I said, Oh, I'm gonna stop doing the workouts that I'm doing and I'm going to fight and I'm going to do jujitsu and I want to, you know, wrestle. Uh, I definitely couldn't have done that on my own. So I had to get a trainer and then go to a new gym and they pay way more money than I ever thought possible for a personal trainer. So there are some people that come to me and go, that's expensive. I go, well, I'll give you mine if you would like. And we can all cry together. But they get me what I need. And they help me in those areas that I need, that I am weakened, that they can see, that I'm like, I'm decent. And they're like, girl, no, you're cute. We need to fix that, though. Get someone who can come in and look and go, oh, that's what we need. My poor puppy's having a bad dream in the background. I want to wake him up. So if you hear him, he's having a little nightmare. He's deep sleep. he's not waking up. So you can get help, it's okay. You can ask for help, you'll do more, abundantly more than you thought possible than if you just tried to do it on your own. You'll do abundantly more than you deem possible if you just do it on your own. Ask for help, it's okay. So come and help if you wanna start that conversation about what that will look like, I will reach out to you. I'm going to let you have the rest of your morning back. I had an amazing time chatting with you. And we are celebrating because this is season two, the first episode of season two podcast. We've made it officially a year online to see what God has done this past year is amazing because I was frozen for a long time during COVID going, what am I going to do? And I got stuck in my fears of what could happen, of the past, of my situation. And I decided to walk through a door and look how God showed up. Look how God moved. Look at, I never would have been talking to you ladies if I stayed at the gym or if I stayed doing what I was doing. God wouldn't be moving mountains across the country. If I just stood frozen in that fear, what is God waiting for you to take a step forward on to change lives beyond yours? He's waiting on you to take that step. He's ready. He's got the road. He's got the blueprint. It's good. It's good to go. You need to say yes to it. You need to move. It's time for you to do that. So thank you for making this last year just abundantly more than I ever thought possible the prison ministries are open backing are opening back up which means I get to go back into women's prisons and preach starting for Christmas what a blessing that we can bring the good news and you're all part of that You're all part of that. Whether you support the podcast, you're like, I'm not signing up for anything, but I'm supporting you and your ministry and the podcast, so I'm going to subscribe to that. That is part of this. Whether you just tune in and comment, or are part of the group, or taking part in these free resources and sending them to other people or inviting them in, you're all a part of this. And God is moving. And he is so good. So it wouldn't be possible. It wouldn't be possible. I thought when I started my prison ministry real quick, um, I thought it was devastating when everything closed because it was like week two and then COVID hit. And I was like, well, clearly, I'm not meant to do it. But now it's opening up at a better time than I could even imagine. Christmas, what better time to bring hope to women who need it? who are in situations way different than what we're viewing every day. So thank you. Your support means the absolute world to me. You are allowing God to move across the world and I never thought that was possible. So let God do a miracle through you too. You'll be surprised how cool of a God he is. He's amazing. He knows you. He knows your next step. Say yes, do it. I'll talk to you ladies soon. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will be back soon. Bye everyone.